0: Hey friends, you're listening to Always Working Mom Podcast, where we believe all moms are working moms. We want to encourage and strengthen all moms, working moms, stay-at-home moms, mothers-to-be, women that desire to be moms, and everyone in between by sharing personal stories from mothers working hard everywhere and gospel-centered resources. Together, let's humble ourselves and listen to one another's stories and grow our empathy for each other. Listening will help us focus less on our differences and more on supporting one another. Because if we can come together on the small things in life, then we can come together on the big issues. I'm your host, Vivian Knox, career mom of two little ones and chips and salsa lover. Y'all, welcome to a little bonus episode while we are in between season one and season two. I wanted to share with you a little raw um, audio of an interview I did with my sweet friend, Erin. Um, she is an Austin mom that has a full-time job in an office setting. She works in marketing in Austin, Monday through Friday, and she also has a side hustle, um, a blog called highlovely.com. It's amazing. Go follow her. And this episode, um, we were going to save it for season two, but the footage and the audio, I'm going to have to apologize, is a little wonky in the sense that you're, if you're listening to it in your earbuds, um, well, you're going to need both of them in because, on one side is a conversation of my voice and one side is Aaron so whoopsie um you live and learn when you do your first time recording not in the studio but via phone um so i loved our conversation i didn't want to just scrap it a trunk it um so i wanted you to kind of get an inside look of the life of somebody who is what I call a professional juggler of all the things because she's a working mom in the office setting. Um, She's obviously a mom at home and does all the things at home, and she has a blog that actually makes money. Um, So if you've ever wanted to know just the inside life of that and you think it's just so glamorous or whatever, you're going to get a little sneak peek that Erin is kind of just like all of us, juggling the mom life and mom guilt and finding community so put both earbuds in. I apologize for the audio Um, and here we go. Hey Erin, how are you?
1: I am doing good.
0: Good. Well, I am so thankful that you're taking the time to just pop on this um, chat with me. Um, I wish we were in person right now, um, but I'll take any update to hang out with you, even if it's (laughs) VFO. So thank you for this. I want to know why you you wanted to create this. Was it for just a hobby and a creative outlet or what what was the reason behind um, getting into blogging?
1: So when I first moved to Austin, I worked retail. I managed a boutique and we would go outside and take pictures of ourselves in our outfits. And that kind of just started as my Instagram I'm pretty sure if you scroll all the way back to the beginning, that's kind of what you'll see is like cheesy outfit posts outside our store. And um, my husband said, if you enjoy this, why don't we create you a website? He's got the background owning his own advertising agency to build out a blog. Um, So he helped me find the domain name. And we originally had it named sparkles and And I am so glad we did not choose that. Um, but high lovely came up. He, we were sitting on the couch, um, talking about what, what I say or like just trying to think of domain names. And I always would, as my employees would walk in the door, I'd always say hi lovely or Hey lovely. And, um, that's what it the domain was available. And that's kind of how it was born. Um, I started with DIY and fashion. And then uh, my pictures were awful. And so I started phasing into photography classes and learning how to be more creative with my posts. And it just kind of took off from there.
0: That's awesome. I love that your husband was the one that kind of gave you the idea. That's not typically, I feel like what I hear, you know? Right, right. That's awesome. So you have, my question to you is because I feel like as a follower of your blog and Instagram account, um, it looks like you have actual advertising partnerships and things. So for all of us that don't really know much about blogging and monetizing mm-hmm. that, has that been successful in that realm?
1: Yes. Um it's a lot of hard work. I don't think people um see the work that goes behind a photo or a blog, but um it's very similar in in asking your boss for a raise. Like you want to explain your worth. So that's kind of how a blog works in monetizing. You're explaining your worth to the advertiser and how and why you're a good fit to present their business to their followers and their readers. Um, so what goes on behind, obviously either a brand reaches out to me or I reach out to a brand. We settle on a compensation, whether that be trade or, um, monetary compensation. And then it goes to the photo shoot and
0: editing and then writing the actual blog and then posting it. That's awesome. So what if then someone right now wanted to have a side hustle as as a blog, just say stay-at-home mom or just someone who wants a creative outlet and wants to monetize it. Um is it a good time to do that right now or is, has that time like passed?
1: Oh, I think ever uh, what's the phrase? There's a piece of the pie for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um I think if you create quality content or relatable content, there's totally room for everyone. Um, I would suggest, first of all, not sticking to a social channel and actually have a blog. So you, so I own highlovely.com. I own the server. I own all my blogs. Instagram could fail tomorrow and I would lose everything, but I still have my blog to support me. Um, So that's the one thing I tell everyone who wants to start being an influencer is make sure you have a blog blog to back you up because Mm. social is not going to be here forever or it's not going to be as successful for everyone. Um, But yes, I totally think people can still join in. Instagram's hard. Um, it's hard to grow nowadays. It used to be easy because everything was chronological. You knew when to post, you knew when to engage. Now it's like the wild, wild west. So, um, but having a blog and making sure you're researching on the best topics and keywords and, and all of that is still okay for everyone to join in.
0: With you being in Austin and, and doing all of these different roles do you feel like the majority of your mom friends are in one category? Like say majority of your mom friends are stay at home moms or working moms or side hustlers. Like what's your group right now in your community?
1: I'd say most of them are stay at home moms. Um, I've got one good friend who also, uh, runs a website and that's her full-time job. But, besides that, they're pretty much all stay at home moms, which is hard at this stage right now. It's hard because I don't have time for them. And that kills me. Um, but I think once crossing goes to kindergarten and we have like a flow, I'll be able to like nourish my friendships a little more.
0: Yeah. Do you ever feel, I don't know, like the oddball, because, or what do you feel like with, with being, um, you know, majority of your friends are stay at home moms and, and you have a passion for working?
1: Um, sometimes I feel guilty, um, that I'm not home with and every day and that I put them in school early, um, and that I can't go to the play dates on a Tuesday at 10 because I'm obviously at work. um, I, so I feel kind of guilty more so in my motherhood choices, but then, you know, I get to work. I love my team and it kind of, that, that guilt just disappears. Um, do I miss being able to see my friends and be home every day? Uh, sometimes, but then again, I really like working in marketing and I, um, I enjoy, you know, managing an advertising budget that's you know up there with the big dogs so I feel like I'm using my degree and um, it's exciting
0: yeah you know my biggest thing you know this past year has been looking at my friendships and not what can they do for me but like how can I serve them like a lot of my complaints you know or judgments I would say rather are like watching stay-at-home moms like well, judging them, number one, and thinking that they have so much more free time than me, and that's not really the reality. But number two, right. like, um, you know, I, I wish that, you know, there was this more authentic and willingness for, you know, stay-at-home moms to tell working moms like me that can't go to Christmas party, hey, let me take a picture of your kid for you and send it to you, which I did have, you know, that experience with the girlfriend who, you know, I couldn't be at. Christmas parties or whatever the case was at school functions during the day and, and they would be the, you know, adopted mom for a day, you know, for my kiddo. Um, and then vice versa for stay-at-home moms, I started, you know, thinking, okay, if I'm gonna stop at Trader Joe's or wherever on my way home, hey, you know, Susie, do you need me to pick you up anything? Um, do you feel like this is something that we could do better at? Or is this just like, what, what is your thoughts on, on just motherhood and just that it takes a village and and are we living that out or are we just super disconnected in this super really electronic connected place?
1: Um, I think it it goes both ways. Um, You have to put yourself out there, like you said, to, to, to be that good friend that, that like fills other cups up rather than just your own. Um, you have to get off of the internet to be social and, um, maybe make a friend at a park or ask if someone needs help or, um, or make a meal for a mom that just had a baby or that, you know, is going through something hard in her life. Um, so it's, it's, it's hard because we have this routine of checking social media and scrolling for hours and although I want people to scroll and see my post for hours, I know it's not good for you to be online all the time. So it's it's you've got to be proactive with yourself to, to get off the phone, get off the computer and and make time for other people in person rather than online. And yes, there are great friendships I've made online, but they are nothing compared to the ones I have
0: in real life. Mm, That's good. I love that. Um, well, I always, well, I don't always, but right now I'm wanting to end this season two with asking everybody, um, two questions. Like one, if you could tell another mom something, you know, what would you tell them based on your, your personal life experience? And two, where are you finding joy right now with God? Um, so what are you, what are your thoughts? What would you like to tell another mom? Okay. So the first question or the first answer
1: is, um, you're not alone. If you're feeling down and maybe not at the craziest, happiest moment of your life, you're not alone and it will get better. And it is a phase and that's so cliche, but it is so dang true. put your faith in Jesus, obviously, and take time for yourself, whether that be hiding in a bathroom or in your closet or going on a bike ride or just a walk, find time to, to, to get out and, um, just think about life and get out of those, those bad thoughts. Um, and then find a friend group, however you may do that. Um, and then for joy in Jesus, um, I love right now. This is so simple, but I love praying at night with my son. It is, I think, the cutest dang thing. And I pray with him, and he repeats the prayer. And we have this prayer group, uh, prayer book that we read, and um, I can just, I just feel amazing that he wants to pray with me and he wants to talk to Jesus. So I think that's my biggest joy with him. Um, and then talking about Jesus.
0: Oh, I love that. <laughs> there's such sweet moments in motherhood. I mean, yes, there's like poop on the floor sometimes right. and like just the pulling your hair out, but I love that. I love that. Um, just focusing on what's bringing joy. And that's so sweet. Little prayers every night. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, thank you for taking the time to do this. Where can everybody find you um, on the internet?
1: On the internet? Um, highlovely.com is easy. And it's just like you're saying hello. So highlovely.com. Um, I get questions if it's high, like, High in the sky. I'm like, no, it's just like saying hello. (laughs) Hi, lovely. (laughs) Um, and then you can find all my social channels there. Um, but my Instagram is where most of my followers are and it's high underscore lovely. Um, but besides that, everything's on my website.
0: Oh, well, um, go check Erin out. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, you are one of a very small group of women that I know that truly walks the walk of women supporting women. Um, so thank you. I thank you for doing that. And I'm just uh, thankful to, even though we live apart, get to kind of connect with you via Instagram yes. and, and doing this. So thank, thank you. you.
1: This was fun.
0: Thanks for listening to the show today. Visit Always Working Mom. for show notes, resources, and more info. Please subscribe to our podcast and download each show by hitting the plus symbol or the download cloud symbol. Y'all, we want to get to know you, sweet friend. So join our community by following us on Instagram at alwaysworking underscore mom. Music is provided by Kabbalistic Village titled Funky Vibes. See you next time!